Gather at the Winter Village at Cameron Run and experience the magic of the holidays with ice and lights. Enjoy a fun, unstructured outdoor family experience just a few minutes from Old Town Alexandria. Explore whimsical light displays, snap selfies, and take a spin on the outdoor ice rink. Book your visit early. Calendars fill fast, so make your plans with friends, visitors, guests, or that special someone today. Buy tickets today at CameronIceandLights.com. That's CameronIceandLights.com. TheWhoThatDaily.com That's right, TheWhoThatDaily.com Your one-stop shop for everything New Orleans Saints, New Orleans Pelicans, LSU Tigers, even the top flight boxing. So if you're a Who That and you're looking for a place to stay up on your team, TheWhoThatDaily.com is your site. TheWhoThatDaily.com for the sport Who That in all of us. Black and Gold family, man. We in this thing. Thursday edition of the coma is going down. Much love to the great Saint Think Tank. And like I've been saying for some time now, baby. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You're now rocking with the sports coma with Big Q and the guys. But we have intense, entertaining, educating, and enlightening sport talk from your favorite sports family. I'm Big Q. I'm in the building. Much love to the great Saint Think Tank. I appreciate the Who That Nation being in the building for this one, man. And listen. The beat don't stop as things continue to twist and turn in the NFL world. And it, it would have took the act of a miracle or uh, almost an act of Congress to get Ian Book as a starting quarterback. But all it took was C-19. And that's exactly what the case is. As this just broke a couple hours ago about the black and gold preparing to start Ian Book because Taysom Hill and Trevor Simeon on the C-19 list. So here we go. A lot going on in the Who That Nation. But uh, but first and foremost, I'd like to thank all you guys for joining us on this Thursday stream. Much love to the family members. Appreciate y'all for being in the live stream. Uh, big ups to the fam. GM Kev, Who That To You. Tori Shepard, 
Senior, who that to you, be kind, who that to you, elites in the building as well. What's up, brother? The right, who that to the fam, Chevy Kamara, who that to you, uh, big ups to the fam as well. And let's who else we got, brother Roberts in the building, who that to you, fam, appreciate you, uh, being up in the building. Brother Jerry is in the building, who that to you, Brian's in the building, who that to you as well. All right, who else we got chiming in on this thing, brother JT? What's up, brother JT? Who that to you, appreciate you, brother, who that. Joshua's in the building. Who that to you? Appreciate you. He says, I said it before. Let's start book. And now we get to see what the kid can do. You indeed will see what he can do tonight. And I mean, to the actually Monday night <laughs> of what the hell he could do indeed. And um, we'll see. We shall see. So let's keep it moving. Michael, what's up, fam? Who that to you as well? Appreciate you. Last Saint uh, is in the building as well. All right, big ups. All right, who else we got? Gabriel Thomas. Who that to you? Uh, live, love, live, laugh, and love. <laughs> who that to you? Saints 01. Who that to you? Saints Pals Nation. Who that to you? Ant-Man. Who that to you? And all the fam, man. It's Poppy 504, Chris Henderson. All right, big ups to everybody, man. Much love. What's up, Okula? Who that to you, fam? Chance, what's up, Chance? Who that to you? Latrill's in the building. Sofa King the Great's in the building. Snake Bites in the building. Teflon Dimes in the building. Who that to you? And everybody, baby. Big ups to my boy Hoodie. He's in the building as well. Travis is in the building. Salute to you too, my friend. All right, what's up, Slim South 504's in the building as well. Big ups to the fam. Appreciate every last one of y'all. Kings and Queens. Pammy Whammy. Is in the building. Trey Joseph, what's up, fam? Josh in his bag. Nate two times is in the building. What's up, fam? And and all the family members appreciate y'all being up in this thing, man. Listen, this is quite a, a the situation that's occurring that's going on right now. The Saints dealing with C nineteen in the worst way. Let's get into the article right here. It broke a couple hours ago. New Orleans Saints preparing to start rookie quarterback in a book. Over Taysom Hill, Trevor Simeon, because both those guys are on the C-19 list. This is Nick Shock or Shook on the scoop. And the, and the Saints are Shook as well with these C-19 situations. Saints among the latest teams to be heavily impacted by C-19. Both Trevor Simeon and Taysom Hill are among the New Orleans players who landed on the reserve C-19 list Thursday. NFL Network Inside Ian Rappaport and NFL Network's Tom Pellicero reported that the team is preparing former Notre Dame quarterback Ian Book to start in the Saints Monday night game against the Dolphins per report and Palacero. Now the book was selected. Now book the book book was selected in the fourth round of the 2021 draft and is yet to appear in a regular season game in his first NFL season. Book did see the field in the preseason, but has been buried on a depth chart that has also included Jameis Simeon and Taysom. After starting four straight games following Winston's season-ending knee surgery uh, or injury, Simeon has since been relegated to the role of a backup behind Taysom Hill in recent weeks. Now, New Orleans likely will have neither of this this weekend in the first of the three games that will be crucial to its hopes of making the postseason as a wild card. So likely we'll have neither this weekend. So it's intriguing to see at the least now that uh, we'll see Ian Book an opportunity to get in there and do something for the black and gold. So, man, this is something serious here. Uh, it, and a lot of people wanted to see what the Rook can do, but the Rook book will get an opportunity 
to see what he can do in the game. Now, if we think back to our collective uh, during the preseason, Ian Book wasn't all that bad, you know, but that's a whole, the whole, situ- whole situation, all too different. Getting into the regular season, well, most of the time when he got an opportunity to get in there uh, during the preseason was against mostly second and third string players. This time around, it's going to be heavy handed action, but we'll see how it all plays at up to this point. He's been relatively an inactive player uh, and really healthy player, but just inactive. They would just deactivate him for games and let's see what his progressions are. Hopefully they've been giving the kids some, some reps, even when they haven't activated him, hopefully he could be picking. Now we know the scouting report on Ian book is that he's a, a terrific young kid, really smart, uh, uh, and picking up assignments and everything. But like I said, it's, it's still a rookie situation for him. And this is going to be uh, interesting to see the least, but I'm intrigued to see what our offensive line looks like, uh, you know, going down the way, because that'll be a big part to help him in the success of helping him stay clean in the pocket. Do I, do we get our bookends back? Do we get Ramcheck and Armstead back in the game? So this will be intriguing to see exactly how it all twists and turns because having Armstead and Ramcheck back uh, for the matchup would be good. It'd be it'll be idealistic for the, the Saints if you have a, a rookie ass quarterback in there starting. You would like <laughs> at least to have uh, your offensive line intact to a degree, at least the bookends to keep the pressure off the kid. Because Miami gonna send them at them. So also a big part of the success is we're gonna have to handle business with that. So uh, C nineteen uh, took some of the the black and golds. Uh, quarterbacks away from me and Trevor Simeon really wasn't doing any in too much and and uh, Taysom's accuracy issues but still was still was a weapon still was a force it's gonna be interesting to say the least but boy oh boy it just keeps twisting and turning but also the fact is you got to look at the fact that the Saints are going to be without two of their tight ends Jawan Johnson is not going to be in the game Adam Troutman is not going to be in the game so the Saints missing Taysom Hill Trevor Simeon uh, Coach Payton has yet to be uh, activated <laughs> or brought back off the C-19 list. Is Coach Payton come back? Word on the street, he does make it back uh, uh, before the Miami game. But Jawan Johnson, uh, Adam Troutman, and now Taysom Hill, Trevor Simeon, these guys are now on the C-19 list. And everybody's dealing with it. I just watched a report from the, ty- the Texans. They got 20-plus people on the C-19 list. So the stuff is really kind of it's really out there man and it's affecting large swaths of people so uh if you're the Buddha nation feel fortunate that it could it, it's not as much as what i'm seeing around the league like i said the texans are getting really hit with it hard they're over 20 players that's on the c19 list so you know just be feel fortunate that it's not that many players so when people start saying oh <laughs> we just can't get a break cut that shit out Put your big girl and big boy pants on and understand this what life is about. It's about adversity. It's about overcoming adversity. And that's what make you a champion, baby. That's what make you a champion. All right. So much love to the fam. Appreciate y'all, man. And that's this one's called TSC Week 16 Saints versus Dolphins. Guest preview with Mr. Dougley Duron, who's one of the top uh, independent podcasters that cover the Miami Dolphins. Really smart dude. A really fun dude to listen. I, I watch his videos, man. And as far as dolphin content, if you want to look at some real interesting content and entertaining content, 
uh, check out Mr. Dougley Duron on YouTube, man. We're going to bring that brother in in just a second. A uh, hoodie, thank you. Say, say, okay, I'm going to check it out, hoodie. I hadn't get a chance to get in, in a kind of, I, I, I'm going I'm to check it out. Thank you for your super chat, my friend. I'm going to check it out. All right. So we're going to bring in Mr. Dudley uh, Durong uh, to the show. How you doing, Dudley? How you feeling, my friend? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, heard the news today, which is, blew me away. I was expecting Tua versus uh, Taysom Hill. Now, all of a sudden, not even him or Trevor Simeon. So got a lot to talk about. I <laughs> uh, know, man. Let me tell you something, Dudley. I'm looking at I'm like, man. Because the news just broke a couple of hours ago. Mm-hmm. And, of course, prior to that, we, the, the answer was, what happens? Do we, uh, How do we fix the accuracy issues that we've been having with the quarterback situation? And uh, then all of a sudden, <laughs> a couple hours later, people say, get book, put book in the game. Q, put book in the game, Q. But, but there you go. You know, so <laughs> it, it's it's pretty fun. But welcome to the stream, Dougley, man. Appreciate you being here, man. And uh, let's let's talk about the the matchup between the Saints and Dolphins. Of course, we got the rookie. Well, that's kind of sour news to us. But if you're the Miami Dolphins defense, you're like looking at the Saints saying, "Got a rookie. <laughs> let's send everything we got." Oh yeah, and you know the Dolphins love blitzing. Watch yes, that indeed. Baltimore Ravens game. That's how we shut down Lamar Jackson. I think we blitzed them thirty percent of the time. That zero blitz, and we get Javon Holland back, who returned to practice today after coming off the COVID list. So. He is a big proprietor of that bl- of that blitzing package. He's he's huge, but it's it's big. And even I, I remember I saw it, and I was in the mall with my wife watching my baby while she went in the store. And I thought to myself, "Don't get too excited because even with Ian Book in there, you guys still have Alvin Kamara who can very easily take over a game." So I'm I'm not like, oh, that's it. Dolphins win, fantastic because you still have Alvin Kamara and you still have that ridiculously good defense. Yeah, we and, and and I appreciate you saying that because uh, we really uh, the defense has been the bread and butter for the black and gold right now. I mean, we really didn't put up any offensive pointage against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last week. We struggled and put up 61 yards rushing, running up against that nine to 10 man box, mm-hmm. which uh, which is to say the least. Uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers did a stellar job and at least limited us to just this, 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 that. But the defense. Uh, taking away pos- uh, possessions and sacking Tom Brady, pushing him further out of field goal range, or making field goals difficult. But let's talk about the the the, the Dolphins. I was looking at some of you. I was doing a little scouting work on your team, Dougley, and it's intriguing because you guys beat the Patriots in Week One, mm-hmm. and then you reeled off like six straight wins. Is that correct? So the way our season... well after the seven loss, after the seven, you went yeah. you went down seven, and then what the hell happened, man? They just woke up. All of a sudden, and it's funny too because they went on that stint of losing, right? And some of the losses were just so bad for the Dolphins. The Raiders game, there was a blatant PI in the end zone in overtime, didn't get called. Raiders end up winning that game. Uh, Tua brings the, the Dolphins one point lead over the Falcons. Dolphins couldn't stop them with like um, two minutes left in the game, lose that one. There was about three games that the Miami Dolphins should have won but they didn't. So it was like this, and it was just one thing after another. And then all of a sudden we play the Buffalo bills and we hold them to three points for two and a half quarters. Mm-hmm. And then they interview uh, Xavier Howard after the game. And he says, Oh, we, we started calling defensive plays like it was 2020. And when I heard him say that I wanted to jump out my window. Like why, why did it take a seven game losing streak for you all of a sudden to go, <laughs> let's go back to what we were doing last year. That seemed to work. Like, 
So now all of a sudden the defense is lights out and the offense is just is being consistent and not messing up too much. And now all of a sudden we're on a six game winning streak. That is absolutely fantastic to, to say the least and totally uh, just 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 unreal. Yeah, because you started the season off, you lose to the Patriots. Then it was seven straight losses and people say, oh, the Dolphins are in the toilet. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, six straight wins to get back in that thing. And like I said, when usually that happens, and of course, like, and people saying, okay, you had some softness in there, but you beat the Baltimore Ravens with Lamar Jackson. That's not soft. Then you had a couple of matchups against the Jets. Uh, One against the Giants, Mm -hmm. who beat us, by the way, came back and down and beat us, by the way. So we came on the Giants. And then, of course, you know, who who else was in that too, Dougie? Who am I missing there? The Texans. Carolina. Yeah, Texans and Carolina. There you go. There you go. Now, those two teams are struggling a bit, but still in all, Carolina beat us too. That's before all of the, the flim-flam went on with the injuries and everything. <laughs> yeah. But, man, listen, I'm really intrigued by that, by the fact that they turned it on because we had a similar, uh, 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 you know, spiritual or a uh, mental awakening as mm-hmm. a team because we bottomed out five straight losses and then, boom, turned it on, and then we were able to get two wins to get back to 500 as it beat Tampa Bay on the back end of the thing to move on against you guys. So let's get into the team. I got the statistics tuned up here for the uh, for the two. Of course, you got Tua there, and we know Tua is the guy there playing. He was in and out of the season. I think he has some injuries, but yeah. he's healthy for you guys right now. And in, in uh, 14 touchdowns, eight eight picks, over 20, 100 yards, throwing the ball. And Gaskins, your top back at 580 with three touchdowns. Waddle, 86 catches. Wow, he's doing his thing. 849 with four touchdowns. Let's, let's talk about that, Dudley, your, your offensive weapons, man. How, how good is this offense? The the offense can be as good as the offensive line allows them to. Now, we faced the Jets last week who don't have a great uh, defensive front. So we finally got a 100-yard rusher mm-hmm. in Duke, um, Duke Johnson, which was fantastic. He was running all over them. We did not have Jalen Waddle, who is a very big piece to that offense. He's very fast, very elusive, and he can get open. He, him and Tua have that connection. You saw 84 receptions, uh, yeah, 86 receptions. He is, he can pr- break 100. Like He has three more games, and he's catching about nine balls a game. So he could definitely break 100, hopefully breaks 1,000 yards. Because um, he already he can break – uh, Anquan Bolden's rookie reception record on the pace he's on right now. So he's a big guy you need to look out for. Mike Gazicki, another big guy, the tight end. He loves to get in the open space. The biggest problem that we had was no run game. And it seems like now with Duke Johnson's resurgence last week, can the offensive line do it against your defensive front? That is what worries me when it comes to this game is your defensive front. It is no joke. And that's where like, like I said, we had a first-time 100-yard rusher since we faced the Patriots last December. So now all of a sudden it's like, oh, we rushed 100 yards against the Jets. Yeah, now you got to face the Saints in New Orleans. Can you do it again? Because if you can do it again, you have a chance. But I'm telling you, this, this game in a whole is defense versus defense. I can see it being a very low-scoring game. Yeah, that's that's great uh, commentary there. To be honest with you, uh, Waddle, I was looking at him like, this guy is a player. And if he get and he's gaining a camaraderie with Tua, I mean this this could be this could be problematic for any team facing mm-hmm. the Miami Dolphins, let, let alone the Saints. But yeah, but t- talking about statistically, I don't know if the statistics bear fruit as well as it. Uh, this might be the situation when we look at the Miami Dolphins offensive statistics. 
might be a little uh, false leading in terms of how good the offense for the Miami Dolphins is uh, has been getting together on this winning streak. What do you think about that, Douglas? What do you think? Now, with the win streak, I would give a good portion of the reasons that the wins are happening to the defense because some mm-hmm. of the games, uh, like the block punt against the Panthers, helped us get some points in there. The um, scoop and score against the Ravens helped us get some points in there. So the defense was it was huge. And and if this defense was playing like this throughout the year, the Dolphins would have minimum three more wins and potentially and I did this to my subscribers and some of them got mad at me but I went back and I put those three wins in if the Mm -hmm. Dolphins would have won those three games that I talked about and the Raiders the Jags and the Falcons they'd be the number one seed right now and what held them back in those games was bad defensive play so right now it the defense is what is really helping this team and it you know essentially what they're asking Tua to do is Take what is given to you. Don't make any mistakes and just march down the field. Take your time. That's why a lot of people are saying, well, two is not really throwing it down the field. He's not He's not forcing the passes down the field. He's you know throw, throwing outs and crossings. And it's because with this defense, you don't really need to. Just don't mess it up. Don't throw a pick six or something. At Henson, we're looking forward to the holidays. And that means more time in the kitchen. Now, imagine your trusty kitchen knife had a wobbly handle. You'd be nervous. Well, the same is true in shaving. Most razors on the market today don't support the blades well enough, allowing them to flex and bend. This is a source of razor burn. At Henson, we used our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to solve this problem, supporting the blade so you can use it confidently. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to hensonshaving.com holiday. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Right, yeah, that's, that's uh, and if, to be honest with you, that's the correct approach for a young quarterback to take. Don't be a gunslinger, don't hurt your squad. You know, and you look at his rating right here too. I mean, this is this is not bad for uh, what he's doing. He's a twenty three year old quarterback, over twenty one hundred yards, throwing fourteen touchdowns against eight picks. His QBR is fifty six point three. But listen, I mean, the kid is you. You got weapons on this club that I'm. I was scouting. I'm looking. I'm like, man, we we gonna have to deal with some of these guys that they have here. That's pretty intriguing. Uh, let's get back into the statistics because it, it, it does bear fruit. Um. 20 points a game is what the Saints are doing. 20.4 uh, will be averaged uh, according to the points, and we give up 22.3. Uh, that's not good, but uh, – well, I'm sorry, that's your side. <laughs> <laughs> 22.4 for us, 20.4 for you. 20.4 of what we allow per game, 22.3. So look at them numbers. It's inverse. It's it mm-hmm. inverted. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is really strange because 7-7, seven and, seven and, and I'm almost like, man, the comparisons between the Dolphins, where they're coming from, kind of gave me like, man, these guys are on a similar trajectory. And so far as, 
losing streaks, winning streaks, finding and catching up. And even the statistics, look at these statistics. They're inverted. Yeah. Dolphins average 20.4. Saints at 22.4. And then you go down here to the points allowed, 22.3. And they tw- <laughs> and we give up 20.4. Look, you can crisscross them and they damn this identical. So it's, it's crazy, man. That's insane. But the total yards per contest you see with the Dolphins are doing 331.2 versus 324.4 by the black and gold. The Dolphins uh, passing the ball 244.6 and rushing at 86.6 per contest. Saints at 207.3. And you can see where how we like to get it at 117.1, like to move the ball, running the ball. And, of course, defense 370 and a half uh, for Douglas squad. A total Saints at 352.7, and of course, through the secondary 266.8, almost 267. If you round that thing off, rush yards they're allowing almost 104 yards per contest. Saints uh, giving up 256 through the air while holding squads running the ball to 96.6 yards per contest. Very stingy running yeah. attack. So let, let's talk about it. What You mentioned defense as a concern. What other concerns? And, and give me your keys to victory, Douglas. you think, uh, what needs to happen for the Dolphins to take care of business? You kind of peeked into it in your prior commentary, but let's just uh, see if we can get a little deep into it and, and talk about your, your, your uh, fears, mm-hmm. so to speak, with this club. My, for me to beat the Saints, the Dolphins need to – force Ian Book to make mistakes. Shut down Alvin Kamara, right? Just make him mm-hmm. one-dimensional offense and have Ian Book throwing the ball more than he should because Ian Book, he was coached by Brian Flores in the senior bowl. So Brian Flores kind of knows a little bit about right. Ian Book in this. So Alvin Kamara is what worries me. This man can take over a game not only in the run but in the in the reception department. If we can shut him down, if we can focus on taking him out of the game and forcing Ian Book to have to drop back into coverage and make quick reads, and if we can disguise that defense, it'll help drastically. To me, if the offense can stay on the field and if the offense can slowly churn it and let our defense rest, that could help. But I think whichever defense gets a pick six, scoop and score or whatever, whichever defense scores a touchdown, I think that's the team that's going to win because I think – both offenses might struggle a little bit because, you, like I said, your defense is, is really good. Yeah, that's been the, the – I mean, that – and might I add the special teams to it, Douglas, that, uh, that's really been helping the Saints out. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've we've kind of to a degree solidified uh, at least two of the three uh, areas of of, a, of of what we need in a, in team play to be able to, to be totally successful. I mean, offense is not there yet. We have not – uh, been consistent enough to score touchdowns as of yet. Uh, I don't know what book brings, but in terms of uh, he brings an excitement. He is a leader. And you're right. Flores does have uh, uh, an insight on what kind of quarterback this is. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, the defense is our bell word. Uh, it's, it's what we, the team is based on. The special teams have really helped us out. They've kicked the field goals when they're supposed to. Our punter, Blake Gilligan, has really turned into quite the weapon. He's pinning guys deep, making uh, opposing offenses drop the length of the field while our mm. defense able to tee off on them a bit. So the special teams offense have been absolutely stellar of the last several games, man. The offense just needs to catch up a bit. And uh, uh, that's an understatement. Yeah. And if it comes down to field goals, you know, last year, Jason Sanders was, if not the number one, the number two kicker in the NFL. I don't know what happened to him this year. He's been missing kicks really worrying me. So it's mm-hmm. like, 
it might come down to special teams. It might come down right. to who can pin who in, 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 the, in their own rent zone and get after them. And again, potentially get a, a safety, a score, or something. So I just, for me, it's these two offenses against the, the, you know, the opposing defense. I just don't see either being that successful, especially now. Like with Taysom Hill in there, you guys had that RPO option. You had the option of him running the ball or giving it to Kamara. Yeah, Taysom Hill has his inaccuracy issues, but he's still a dynamic football player. But now even with him and Simeon out, it's like hikes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it does. It morphs the orf, uh, offense a bit. Mm-hmm. And we have to adjust. And that's that's like I was saying in earlier in the show about uh, when life throws you curveballs, you got to know how to adjust. And that's the key to success, being able to adapt to those, uh, those, those trials and tribulations come out on top. And the ones who do that the most will have the most success in life. And it's true on the football field as well. Douglas, let's go into talk about the defense, man. The Dolphins' defense intrigued me. They struggled early on in the year, mm-hmm. and and now they seem to be picking it up. Uh, talk to me about your defense. Who? Uh, give me two or three guys on the defense you think are pretty admirable that's responsible for helping the defense be uh, play pretty strong. Um, first and foremost, I got to say Javon Holland, our rookie, our first second round pick, is just he's all over the field. He's a big hitter. He he. If he's going to tackle you, you're not getting out of that tackle which was a big thing we missed last week against the Jets. It's very sloppy in the tackling department. Emmanuel Agba, our defensive end, he's another big guy. He's going to consistently get pressure on you. He's going to leave the other side where Jalen Phillips can come in. Mm-hmm. But the thing that he is underestimated for is he swats down the passes so much. Mm-hmm. I think he leads the league in swatted balls because if he's not going to get to you, he's going to drop back and he's going to smack that ball down. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then our corners, Xavier Howard and uh, Byron Jones, you know, really shutting down opposing receivers. A lot of the success that it comes to passing against us comes against the slot against um, Coleman. That's and and the tight ends a little bit too. But you're, you're like if your top two guys are out there, these two these two corners are going to shut them down. So that's why all of a sudden this Dolphin defense started to transition to that zero blitz, where we're going to send everything at you. We're going to man on the outside, and we're going to trust our corners, and it's been working. Where you know, it it wasn't great against Joe Flacco, but that's a veteran who knew. Okay, here comes that blitz. I know how to get the ball out quickly. Where to mm-hmm. put it? But against you know uh, Lamar Jackson and some of these other younger on inexperienced quarterbacks, they got flustered. Like mm-hmm. all of a sudden you see six, seven, eight guys on the line and you know, okay, there's no safety over the top. I got man to man on the outside. I'm going to throw a quick slant. You hike the ball all of a sudden you got a guy coming at you. You can't make that decision quick. And mm-hmm. I'm hoping they do that to Ian book, but they might even set up in that and then only send three and drop the rest back into zone. And then he might throw something stupid. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, Brian Flores is a very good defensive minded coach. He is. He, he shut down the Rams in yeah. that Super Bowl where, where yep. the Patriots won. So it's going to be interesting. And he does like to mess with rookies. So it's going to be very interesting. Right. Uh, you're right. Uh, and the fact that he knows Ian Book as well, that, that's a bit of it. So, I mean, that kind of plays well for the Miami side of things. So the Saints are going to have to present to some challenges to the Miami Dolphins. Uh, a defense, so according mm-hmm. to the statistics, like I see, Dolphins been playing a rush actually pretty decently over the last several weeks. So I can't say being they, they gave up. What was the statistics indicating? One hundred and uh, what was it? One hundred and uh, almost one hundred and four yards. Uh, yeah, yeah one hundred three point seven. So it's round off at one hundred four. I don't know how true that is, but of course uh, the Saints are going to have to test that. You got a rookie quarterback in there, doesn't know a lot about the system. 
uh, the bell cow is going to have to be the running attack. So a lot of questions still early on right now for us, Doug. We still have uh, questions about whether or not Coach Payton will be there, mm-hmm. uh, whether or not our two booking uh, phenomenal offensive tackles in Armstead and Ramchek will be there. Uh, so in, in, is there any other C-19 news that's going to happen before the game that that might impact even more players on the side? So it's this is, yeah, this is uh, going to be the challenge for the Houdat Nation if they – Wanted. Of course, we're doing a blackout, too, just to let you know. We have not been very good in the Superdome. We have not <laughs> Which been is crazy. I know that, that's uh, we was, I was talking about this on the uh, on the uh, stream yesterday, the Wednesday stream. And I was mentioning the fact I went over in an article and I had to re- and the article reminded me of the fact that the Saints first win of the season was a home game. But it wasn't at home. It was in Jacksonville. Mm. We beat the, the Green Bay Packers. We hammered the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers 31 to whatever it was. Beat the beat the snot out of those guys. And then after that, the only other win the Saints had actually in the dome was against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And the rest of them were all losses. Atlanta, we lost to the Falcons in the dome. We lost to the Giants. Uh, we were up by 10. They tied it up and then put us in overtime, beat us in there. And, and, and what, what is it, Buffalo? It was Buffalo, and it was another team. We lost to Buffalo badly, Dallas. So mm. I mean, yeah. So these are these we we have not been very good in the dome, but the Saints are trying to draw upon some history. They doing the blackout, so a lot of the the, the brass is thinking that could help kind of salvage or gather some of that energy from years past to kind of help the Saints because they're gonna need everything and then some dealing with this C nineteen stuff. But yeah, let me uh the kind of talk. Uh, about some of the similar points that you just mentioned on uh, from the Saints perspective, running the ball is, is, is paramount yeah. for the black and gold. It's that's just, that's just what it's going to be. We have to establish the run by any means necessary. We have to establish the run and Ian book can, he's going to have to make the, the correct passes and he can't hurt mm-hmm. us. No turnovers, none of this kind of stuff. So and outside of it and defensively speaking, the Saints are going to have to fluster Tua the best yeah. way they can, neutralize the running attack, and put the pressure on Tua to beat you. And, of course, the Saints do have the horses to make it happen. They got to fluster Tua, force him to turn the ball over, uh, sack him, you know, stuff like that. So I think they're capable of doing that. We are healthy, healthy. We got Cam. Cam is really inspired. Davenport's looking good. Damario Davis is there. Quine Alexander. We got Pete Warner, our phenomenal linebacker. Rookie who returns another additive there. Our secondary is healthy. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson is totally healthy. Uh, there are reports saying that Jenkins is supposed to be missing some time. Uh, um, we're going to have to check on that. I think this is might be something breaking about Malcolm Jenkins might be uh, out with the C-19 too. So, wow. yeah, it, it's it, like I said, it's just, just Wednesday. So the game is not until Monday. So I wouldn't be surprised if uh, we get any other uh, uh, bit of news going on. So they're saying nine players. Are on the list. Nine players are on the list. Safety, Malcolm Jenkins. Let me pull this up right oh, quick wow. and put it on. The list. Yeah, it's it's. But you know, Dudley, this is the world we living in right now. Buddy. Yeah, exactly. You know, this and it's just a sad reality that we last with. game of the week Monday. But uh, here it is. This is a report here, and it's from uh, Pro Football here, and it's saying that. Uh, let me see if I can kind of get it. They're saying reports surfaced earlier on Thursday that uh, Saints would place quarterbacks Taysom Hill and Trevor Simeon on the C-19 list. Now those transactions have come through along with seven other players that are on the list. Safety Malcolm Jenkins is on the list. Guard James Carpenter, we just signed this guy. 
uh, last week. He's on the list. Linebacker Kate Nellon's on the list. Safety Jeff Heath, the special teamer for his former Cowboy, is on the list. Defensive end Jalen Holmes, a uh, key reserve, is on the list. Offensive lineman Jordan Mills, who was starting in place of Ramchek, he's on the list. Defensive tackle Christian Ringo, who's a reserve guy for us, is also on the list as well. So, and you counteract that also by saying Jawan Johnson and Adam Troutman, both our tight ends, two of our three starting tight ends, is also on the C19 list as well. And Coach Payton's still on that list. So he hadn't come off the list yet. And like I said, man, there. And then, of course, they mentioned some of the stuff that happened at practice. Uh, offensive tackle Ryan Ramchek, Armstead Knee would have would uh, would not have practiced. Marcus Davenport shoulder and re- receiver Traquan Smith shoulder would have been limited. Safety Marcus Williams shoulder would have been a full participant. So the, it just it just keeps getting uh, it just keeps getting more intriguing. Uh, now that we have a whole list of some of those guys, the key reserves, Jordan Mills mm-hmm. was starting for the Saints at the right tackle position. So still a lot of time, man, uh, between games. Uh, it's a lot of people there. So. And that happened to the Dolphins last week because, you know, uh, at the beginning of the week, it was Javon Holland. It was, um, no, sorry, beginning of the week, it was Miles Gaskin, Savon Ahmed. And then as the week went on, I think Wednesday, it's Javon Holland filled Wednesday. And then as Thursday hit, then all of a sudden Jalen Waddell. And I was like, ah. Oh. And it seems like the the further away from the game you get, you get put on the list, like Gaskin and Ahmed ended up playing the game. But Holland, Lindsay, and Waddell didn't. Because it seems like the closer you get to the game, when you get put on that list, mm-hmm. you got to give two negatives. Right. It's hard to give those two negatives in. So, yeah, like you said, you just sit at that point, you just sit there and just pray. Because the Jets head coach is now on the COVID list. Wow. And he was just celebrating. And, you know, he said congratulations to the Dolphins head coach after the win. There's a picture of them hugging, no mask on. I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> I'm like, Brian Flores is about to be on that list, isn't he? <laughs> wow, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah it's it's crazy right now, bro. Watch them move this game to like Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, you know what? This is uh, if anything else happens, probably would uh, could be possibly moved. Just like what the Washington football team and Philly matchup were. Mm-hmm. Will move. So yeah, that's a great point on that one, Dougley. It might it could be a, a candidate to be moved. It's Monday night, so you know we'll we'll see how it all goes, man. But uh, let's keep going. Let me, uh, Dougley. First of all, I appreciate you being in the stream. This and just for the family members, we got our guest uh, previewer. I, I say the man's the best Miami Dolphin uh, independent podcaster out there, man. Uh, he's he's super intelligent. He's real. I mean, he tells it like it is. He's in, he's uh, entertaining. Uh, so if you're a Miami Dolphin guy or just somebody that like football in general, I, I, I do recommend that you subscribe to Dougley uh, Duron's channel, man. He he does it. He does it right, man. So appreciate it. But but yeah, but uh, but Dougley, let's let's finish up the commentary. and hit you with one more uh, question, my friend, uh, before we uh, before we let you go. Uh, get it for the who that nation that's not uh, familiar with the Miami Dolphins team. Mm-hmm. Give us uh Three guys, maybe four, maybe five guys, maybe three at least guys that you say, well, look who that nation. Y'all better watch out for these guys because these guys are the ones that's going to get you. First and foremost, Jalen Waddle. Uh, you got if if the defense at any point plays zone, it's not going to be a good day for you because he knows how to find those open spaces. And as the season went on, he got really good at route running. And, and disguising his routes. There was a play, I think, two or three weeks ago 
uh, right before the bye. We were facing the Giants. And Mac Holl- they were lined up, stacked on the right side. And Mac Collins was in front of them. And he was going to run a, a, a post route. So about 10 yards up, he was going to cut to the inside of the field. What he did was Mac Collins was running a streak route. He stayed right behind Mac Collins. So he's like running, like literally ducking behind Mac Collins. Boom, hit it to the inside. Whereas the DB was like, and then all of a sudden there he goes, he hit him. And I think that was the play that took it down the field. He's getting very good at using his, his smarts and his size and his speed to run his route. So if the Saints defense does throw in some zone coverage in there, it's going to be trouble, especially with Jalen Waddle out there. So that's that's the biggest one that you guys should really worry about. Also on the offensive side, Mike Zicky. This man, you throw the ball five yards with, within his bubble, he's going to catch it. He's just got ridiculous hands, ridiculous speed. He's considered a tight end on the depth chart. He's not a tight end. He's just a very big, you know, slot receiver. Um, he when he's in line, he's not that great at run blocking, but you get him in the open field, you get him in the red zone, he's gonna make those catches. So for me, those are the biggest on the offense. When it comes to defense, like I said, Emmanuel Ogba, a ton of pressure. Yep. Emmanuel Ogba, a ton of wadded, spotted down balls, ton of in your face. But also don't forget about Zach Sealer. He's another guy, and Christian Wilkins, these two guys, big guys that will not only help stop the run but get after your quarterback and open up plays for the rookie in Jalen Phillips, who I think right now is sitting at eight and a half sacks on wow. the season. He had one game with three and the and the next game with two. He started coming off, and he is fast. We drafted him for the simple fact of dealing with Josh Allen. He will chase them down and get after them. And then the last guy I'll talk about, Javon Holland, in that zero blitz. He's the guy that they're going to blitz him, and he's going to make the tackle. I I showed a play in the film breakdown where he was playing single high safety, and he just he read the play out, ran up, intercepted the ball. He is a ball hawk, hawking, hard hitting safety, and he's he's dangerous. So those I I would say those are the the main guys that you should really look out for. And then obviously you got the corners, but I'm pretty sure everyone knows about Byron and Xavier. So. Oh yeah, that's the big money boy. So yeah. you got you got Zavin and uh and, yeah, those guys are they, they spent a lot of money on that secondary. Oh in, yeah, in Miami, and they and they started to pay dividends. Man, it was a little it was a little shaking that's going on, but it takes a while to install a, a successful mindset in, when you've been losing for a while. You know, yeah, exactly. exactly. It takes a while to run that them 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 old losing ghosts of the past off. Trust me, we know all too well about that, fam. <laughs> we get we and we don't we don't did everything from had mock uh, funeral processions with a voodoo priest is running around. Seriously, <laughs> to get that stuff out of here, man. To like get it the hell up out of here, man. Everything I, besides burn the dome down and rebuild it. <laughs> I think both our teams at one point were wearing bags on our heads. So I think, you know, we both have been there one in 15 for the dolphins at that one point. So like, and then we got you get, Hey, I, we have to thank you guys though, because you guys gave us one of the most dynamic running backs we have ever had in the history of the Miami Dolphins and Ricky Williams. So we have to thank you for that. Yeah, he had better success with y'all, didn't he? Y'all had Reggie Bush out there too and had yeah, a lot of success he, with he Reggie too. Good. Mm-hmm. He didn't do all that for us. We didn't get a thousand <laughs> yards out of him out there. I'm going to be honest with you, but he did really well for the Miami Dolphins. Must be something in the water or the scenery. Yeah. Israel is 5,690 miles away from the U.S., 11 hours by plane. Hate travels faster. 
in a comment, in a post, in a second. Jewish hate is up 388% in the US. Black hate, Muslim hate, and Asian hate are up too. When one hate rises, they all do. Let's stand up to all hate together. Share and wear the blue square from StandUpToJewishHate.org. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. We have that connection. You know, it's yeah. it's that Gulf Coast. We have that connection. <laughs> there you go. Well, Dougley, listen, man, uh, bro, thank you for popping up, man, uh, man. And, and letting who that nation know about uh, the Miami Dolphins matchup. Please feel free to, to tell the family members about your platform. If you want to know anything about the Miami Dolphins, you can come check me out, youtube.com slash Dougley Durong. I also have a Twitter, Dougley Durong. If you want to find me anywhere, my name is very, you know, peculiar so you just type in dougley do wrong i cover the miami dolphins all year round training camp playoffs if we ever make it regular season preseason draft pre-draft if you guys want um pre-draft analysis top five players coming in the draft i do that i also do my picks so if you guys want to see that as well check me out youtube.com slash dougley do wrong yeah dougley's got it going on over there man and he like i say he's entertaining dude man but, Dougley, listen, bro, I appreciate you for stopping by the Sports Coma. Hey, bro, I'm going to pop up. I got uh, uh, one uh, a show. With, what, what time is it, bro, on your spot, uh, on your platform? We're going to record it later tonight after I get home. I'm going to see Spider-Man, No Way Home. <laughs> and that will be out tomorrow. So, guys, check that out. Uh, we, me and him are going to have a fantastic conversation because I'm going to pick your brain so much about the Saints. So it's going to be fun. Pick away, my friend. Pick away. It's a lot. It's it's a lot of uh, uh, information circulating around there, bro. Sometimes I forget a few things. Sometimes I remember a few things. But <laughs> <laughs> but thank you, buddy. Appreciate you, Dougley Do Right family. Thank you for chiming in. It's gonna be a great game, man. Re- real much love and respect to you, brother Dougley. Thank uh, you. Thank man. you. Peace. Later. All right, that's Dougley, man. Chiming in, man. That was fun to have a conversation uh, with him, man. He's a really cool dude, as you as you heard, and very knowledgeable about the Miami Dolphins. And family, let me tell you something. The Miami Dolphins, fam, and I was looking at the film and looking at how they play, they're playing with a lot of confidence, man. And people were saying, oh, cute, they just, <laughs> they beat, the, my, they beat the, the Jets. The Jets ain't nobody. They beat the Giants. The Giants ain't nobody, even though the Giants beat us. Uh, they beat the Carolina Panthers, and the Carolina Panthers ain't nothing, even though they beat us. So, I mean, like I'm saying, you can't shoo-shoo and poo-poo away the record because the Dolphins, listen, they got their head straight. Defensively, they're playing a lot better than the numbers indicate. And them numbers, I'm telling you, sometimes the numbers lie. But the reality is, is that, listen, the Dolphins are a dangerous club, especially with the Saints dealing with all the madness 
of this C-19 stuff. Goodness gracious. Man, it's just okay. You lose Taysom, you lose Trevor. Okay, fine. We put in booking that we still got AK. Well, then I start thinking, wait, hold on. Is Coach Payton back? No. Is Ramchek and Armstead going to play this game? I don't know. It's just only Thursday. I think I said Wednesday. It's Thursday. I mean, it's just a weird week. But a lot of time between now and the game is Monday night. So, I mean, man, isn't that strange, family? All the stuff the Saints is to see them, the injuries, you deal with the injuries, and just, just when you think you're healthy, here come the C-19 stuff, and it's coming on strong, fam. You know, it was some reality out there that some of the people saying it. Will they be able to, excuse me, will they be able to finish the season? I don't know. I think so. But I know that the NBA commissioner was out going, uh, Adam Silver was out proactively looking about changing rules so he can uh, kind of get away from uh, postponements or uh, stoppages for the NBA season, uh, creating a, uh, you know, uh, ability for teams to be able to add players in so they can keep playing games. I don't know. But this is really strange, really strange, and it's, it's, it's terrible what's going on in the world. It really is. But anyway, let's get into the news one more time, fam, for the family members who didn't know about it. Let me see if I could pull that article up. I know I ain't just shut it off. Yeah, I must have just did it. But give me a second. I'm going to put it back up about the latest article showing this broke 50-something, 56 minutes ago, according to the article. We just covered it from uh, PFF. They were listing all of the saints that are that are currently on the C-19 list. And uh, oh, it was just an hour ago. Let me see if I could pull that up here and put it on the screen for the family members so we can go over it again. My goodness. Give me just a second. I'll put it up there. But this is this is where it gets a little a little flustering because Malcolm Jenkins is on the list along with Taysom Hill and nine others. And then we just covered it. Let's hit it uh, from the Saints wire with John Sigler on the scoop. The Saints sent a small crowd of players to the C-19 reserve list on Thursday, including two of their top three quarterbacks and a starting safety. It's going to be very difficult uh, for the team to manage ahead of the week 16 primetime game with the Miami Dolphins on Monday night. But they added they could create a buffer for some VAC players to clear protocol in return with two negative tests within 48 hours though any unvacted players must sit out a full 10 days. Hopefully everyone is only dealing with minor symptoms and can return to health soon. Good point. Still, we shouldn't expect anyone to return in time for kickoff. Here are the nine players joining tight ends, Jawan Johnson. That's right. We covered that yesterday that Jawan Johnson and Adam Troutman are on the C-19 list. Number one on the top is Taysom Hill. The current starting quarterback Hill has been fighting through a painful foot injury and a middle finger issue on his throwing hand, but he stills managed to help the team win back-to-back games, losing him in any capacity puts a limit on what the offense can do. Number two, Trevor Simeon initially named the starter ahead of Hill when Jameis went down with a season-ending knee injury back in October. Simeon didn't win a single game as a Saints starter, although he did beat Tom Brady them uh, in that game after Jameis was hurt. So he did get the win over Tom Brady, even though he did not start the game. But the game, I think, was 7-7, seven to seven, and Simeon, in my opinion, did win the game against him. But he'll not get credit for a win as a starter because he did not start the game. So, uh, sad to say, but uh, still in all, he beat, uh, he beat Brady. <laughs> and if you think about it, 
uh, two backup quarterbacks for the Saints beat Brady. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Now, Winston went down with that knee injury in, in October. Simeon didn't win a single game as the Saints started and ultimately required a change under center. When Winston healed Simeon all unavailable, the Saints are left with Ian Book as their only healthy pass rusher. And, of course, this was the news that broke that Malcolm Jenkins, our starting safety, is now on the C-19 list. Losing the leader of the secondary is going to be tough. Jenkins has rarely missed a snap since returning to New Orleans and has been in tr- a tremendous part of the success and establishing an effective communication on the back end. Look for nickelback Chauncey Gardner-Johnson to see more snaps in Jenkins' role. Now, pause right there because that would be what we initially thought that's what Chauncey Gardner-Johnson was going to play the safety position. So even though, you know, there are always dark clouds and there are silver linings, well, the silver lining in this C-19 dark cloud that's circulating and hovering around the Saints building is the fact that one will finally get to look at Ian Book in live game action, which most want, some people want to see what the kid looks like with three games remaining in the season. Uh, Book could be a guy that uh, could be the future starter. Not saying that Jameis is not brought back, but if perhaps what if he puts on a strong uh, 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 game this game and perhaps the next game, or maybe he does strong enough to get, gather some confidence for him to kind of roll with him. But I think as soon as Taysom is good enough to go, they'll probably bring him back. But it does help his resume based on what he does uh, against the Miami Dolphins. So that's number one. We'll see it. We'll take a look at him. Number two, we'll take a look at Chauncey Gardner-Johnson and what could be a safety role as P.J. Williams uh, could be that. They're saying Chauncey in that role. I would have to question that. That's not a bad call by Mr. Sigler. I just think that in that role, you will see P.J. Williams in that role. Well, you will see P.J. there because Dennis Allen is very leery about moving Chauncey Gardner-Johnson away from that nickel position. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, Dennis Allen loves him at that nickel position because he can do so much with him. But if if people say, who would be my choice there? Who you think, would it be Chauncey or would it be Malcolm? I probably would say it more than likely probably would be P.J. Williams, in my opinion. Would it be Chauncey or P.J.? I would say P.J., and I would leave Chauncey alone. That's just Dennis Allen hates moving him around. So I would say P.J. probably in that role, and Chauncey stays where he is. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Thank you, Hoodie. Hoodie says, I believe in book. Man can throw and scramble. Thank you, Hoodie. Appreciate you, buddy. All right, uh, who that to you, Crusher? Good to see you and the rest of the fam. Much love to y'all. Ken Rossa, uh, Brother Crusher, Derome, who that nation? What's up, boo? Uh, and the rest of the family, Tiffany, what's up, baby? Who that to you, Eternal? What's up, fam? I uh, appreciate you being in the building as well. Uh, DLP, my dog's in the building as well. Big ups to all the fam, man. Appreciate y'all being here. Mocha, I see you, fam. Who that to you? But let's get back into the article, man, because that'll give us an opportunity to take a look at if they do play um Chauncey at the safety position I'm not against it I would love to see him in that position because uh we thinking that that's his that's his organic position and if he's good at the nickel position imagine what he is at the safety position you get me so if they do put him there listen I'm rooting for that even though I don't think it is I think he'll end up staying where he is and they'll just put PJ Williams back there because he's been playing good this season 
Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And who has more? And, and let me ask the family members about this as well. Who that to you, Dewan? I see you, fam. Elliot, what's up, fam? I see you. Let me ask the great saint thank tank this fam. Number one, hit the like button if you hadn't already hit it. Well over 130 of us in here. And hit the subscribe button if you hadn't hit it. Share the link on your social media feed. And the question is to the great saint thank tank and the who that nation. Is that I'm uh, let, let me pose this to you guys. When you look at the black and gold, man, man. I'm looking at Ian Book. And I don't know how much of the Saints offense has he he's absorbed uh, where he can be effective as what he wants. But I, I something telling me that he'll be fine. That's just my instinct. But this is the question. That was just a statement. This is the question. Who leads the team in interceptions? Who are uh, who is what's up, Demetrius? Who that to you, fam? What's up, Tragic? Who Ramsey? What's up, fam? Who leads the team? With interceptions. Let me ask the question to the Who That Nation. And Tragic would love this. Tragic would love this. <laughs> He'd probably be the one answering the question. Who is a top interception leader on the Saints squad right now? Who is it? Who is it? <laughs> Correct the mundo. <laughs> That's right, fam. That's right. That old handshake coordinator. That's right, Derek. That's right. That's right. So, yeah, we, there it is. PJ. So, PJ is the guy, man, that should be, that I would say PJ had been playing really well. And credit to Sway. Sway said he was going to lead the team in interceptions. We got three left. Three games left. Dolphins, uh, Panthers, and Falcons. And PJ Williams leads the team in interceptions. How many does he have, family? Does he have three or four? I forget. Who? How many? The answer that, and it'd probably be tragic. He in here. He'll probably answer for me. But who? How, how many interceptions does P.J. Williams have, fam? You've been playing well lately. You're right. You're right, Elliot. You've been playing. That old handshake coordinator been handling business. Look at tragic. 
How many does he have? DLP, well, Trey, Trey says four. DLP says three. I think it's three of them, I won't say. Javier, Javier says Tress, three. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah, PJ, PJ has more. A lot of people forget that. PJ Williams is leading the Saints with interceptions. And credit to Swade because Swade said, and Tragic was with him on that. I got to give credit where credit's due, that he will lead the Saints with interceptions. And PJ Williams, right now, with three games left in the season, is leading the Saints with three interceptions. So I got to give the brother credit. We always pick at that old handshake coordinator, but he stepped it up. And like I said, family, at the start of the year, if you see when you see improvement from the Saints secondary, a lot of it's not just from the players, it's because of this the defensive back coach, Coach Chris Richard, who is a really excellent motivator and teacher of what he wants guys to do. And you've seen him take guys like Kent Crawley, PJ Williams, guys that would just just not playing well and then elevate their games to a whole new level. Look what he's done with, with a rookie like Paulson Adebo. I mean, and then of course help Laddie Daddy out. I mean, even to a degree, you've seen improvement in Marcus Williams's play. Now a couple of games, he kind of looked like the old Marcus, but Marcus Williams had been playing pretty damn well. So, I mean, listen, it is got to give coach uh, Richard credit and uh, PJ Williams. So I would I would say PJ starts in place of Malcolm Jenkins. Love to see Chauncey there, by the way. Eric says, Q, I think if they keep it simple and O-line protect, he should be able to handle that. I agree with you. I agree with you. Running, a, like we told Dudley, I think if the Saints run the football against the, the Miami Dolphins defense, which are pretty good, according to the statistics, they've been playing a lot better than the stats and indicate but they give up 104, almost 103 or 104 yards per game running the ball. So if the, the, the statistics hold, that might be the case. But I don't I, I think they're a little bit better than that. So, yeah, absolutely, Trey. Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. P.J., in my opinion, I think P.J. gets the call. But I would love to see Chauncey back there just because I, I, that was where he was supposed to be before they found him in the nickel. Rams said, hey, who that Q? Me and my wife are going to our first live Saints game Monday. This C-19 was all we needed. I know, fam. I know. It's it's a it's a it's a, a rain on everybody's parade right now. We just we're gonna make it through it, my friend. But who that tell you? Uh who that tell you, my friend rated all sports debates. What's up, fam? Good to see you. Appreciate you. Who that tell you? And and that's what we were talking about, Marty. We were saying the in, the reports indicated uh that PJ William, I mean that Chauncey Gardner, this was what John Sigler of Saints Wire is thinking that it was going to be Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. And listen, I would love it if it's Chauncey Gardner-Johnson because it would give us an opportunity to see what Chauncey looks like as a safety. I would love to see that. But I don't think that's going to be the case. I think he stays because Dennis Allen does not like to move around Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. He likes to keep him right at that nickel position because he's so important to the Saints defense there. And that safety position, I think, will be P.J. Williams. He's been playing really good. Okay, all right, Murder Mook. What's up, fam? I got you, fam. Good to see you, man. All right, so let's finish up the article, fam, and then we'll finish up the stream. All right, so this is what they're saying. And, of course, we're going over the C-19 list currently of people that are out, fam. So, you know, we're going over the whole list. It started off with Taysom. Then it was Trevor Simeon for family members that's just joining the stream. So it was Taysom. He's on the C-19 list. Trevor Simeon's on the C-19 list. 
Malcolm Jenkins, that's right. It was revealed an hour ago that Jenkins is now on the list. And uh, Sigler's thinking it might be Chauncey Gardner-Johnson to replace Jenkins in his role. I would love to see it, but I think P.J. would be the guy. And a right tackle, Jordan Mills, who played well in absence of Ryan Ramchek. He's on the list, so Ryan Ramchek is out. Jordan Mills replaced him, and now somebody will have to replace Mills if Ramchek doesn't come back for the Monday night game. So Mills is on the list, and Mills has been starting that right tackle in place of injured Ryan Ramchek whenever the backup swing tackle Hurst has had to fill in at left tackle for Taron Armstead, which has been awful, uh, awfully a lot lately. And while he hasn't fared well, the players behind Mills aren't likely to be much better. He's ranked lowest at the right tackle on the depth chart. It isn't immediately clear who will replace him. Hopefully Ramchek comes back and replace him. He's been out for several weeks. We love finally, hopefully Ram can come back and assume the role against the Miami Dolphins. But you're right. Mills was the guy. And then, of course, uh, Kate Nellis is on the list as well. Our reserve linebacker Ellis has missed a few weeks with a hamstring injury. And while the Saints have the depth to absorb his absence, it adds to just one more loss to work around on top of everything else. At some point, it might be too much. Jeff Heath, who is the former Raven, I mean, excuse me, former Raider and Dallas Cowboys safety, has been a, spe- a big special team player for the black and gold, seeing a lot of snaps on the kicking units. And his loss is going to be felt on punts and kicks off, kickoffs. It's easy to overlook his absence, but it's just one more hurdle for the team to overcome. So if you look at the C-19 stuff, you say, okay, Q, it took away the starting quarterback, and we're losing a few role players, but a lot of the role players that it's taking are guys that help a lot out on special teams. You know, and that's the big caveat there. And, of course, Jalen Holmes. Remember, Holmes has been doing pretty decent since the Saints picked him up off the street. He's a former Ohio State player. That's right. You know, Coach Payton loved those. And he's been really stepping up since passing yo has been down. Boy, we we forgot all about passing yo. <laughs> Boy, passing yo makes it back. Think about that. Holmes has been a backup in a rotation and it had and his loss wouldn't be big on its own. But the Saints are also down a couple of other edge rushers. Payton Turner's out. Passing yo are both in on the on IR list. So Holmes, yeah, he's been playing well for us. And he got a sack or so a couple of games back. He's been playing really well as a reserve defensive lineman for the black and gold win number 57, which this should not even happen. And no knock on Holmes. He don't know. But 57, how the hell is 57 still even a thing? I guarantee you one thing that when Drew Brees hung him up, I guarantee you, I don't think nobody's wearing a number nine or ever going to wear a number nine. It should be the case with Ricky Jackson's 57. That should not be able to be worn. I, I don't understand how is that even a thing. All right, anyway, let's go to the next one. Christian Ringo, one of the Bengals. Or the <laughs> Ringo is another backup who's pretty decent as a backup reserve offense, One another one of those undrafted guys, but he's been a decent number of snaps in the interior line rotation. This week is really going to test the Saints' depth and how many losses they can endure. And then a one a, another big loss that the Saints had was James Carpenter. Now, how is this a big loss, Q? Because Carpenter's a veteran offensive lineman that played that helped the Saints in the, in the last game. He just came on, and to have a veteran offensive lineman that's been through some stuff to come in for you and help you out helps out a lot. Now, Carpenter was signed not too long ago after a successful raid and trial. He's already gotten a mix for overload sets at the Saints six man taking a spot ahead of Will Clapp on the depth chart. Guess what? He's off and he was doing well with the Saints. 
here blocking and doing stuff like that. Now he's out. So, of course, it tests Carpenter, who was guard tackle, who could probably fill in for Mills. Mills is out. Carpenter's out. Ringo is out. Holmes is out. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Heath is out. Ellis is out. Mills is out. Jenkins is out. Simeon, nobody cares. And Taysom Hill is out. Now, also... Not only that, but Troutman is out. Nobody cares. They'll say, but I like Troutman, but they'll say, so what, Q? And Jawan Johnson. Oh, no, not Jawan. Yeah, Jawan Johnson, too. So, and Coach Payton is out as well. So, he had not come back either. I anticipate him to come up off that list. I don't know, fam. It's tough, man. We'll see. Yeah, I know, DLP. Damn, man. Let me put, give me a second. Let me put up the Saints depth chart here. Let's let me pull up the depth chart for a second. And let me see if I can get the the one off the off the Saints website here. And then we're gonna go over what do the Saints do? Usually when you lose people in this volume, it's only one real thing you can do is bring guys off the practice squad. That's what it was designed for. That's what it was designed for. This practice squad was designed for moments just like this. Let me see if I can pull it. Roster, and we'll take a look at some of these guys you'll probably see uh, participate on the Saints practice squad. Hold on here, uh, on the Saints roster. So give me a second. Let me pull that up, fam. Give me a second. Uh, yeah, this is tough, fam. Uh, to be honest with you, it's a lot of people. This is going to be a tough one for the Saints to overcome, man. It really is. Uh, but let's see how good this team is, man, and, and making things happen. And let me see. Uh, they ain't even update the list yet. <laughs> they ain't even updated yet hold on let me get it all right here we go this is from this side of things right here with the saints and let me go on down here okay this is a c19 list right now only two guys on it which is juan johnson and Adam troutman they hadn't updated yet but all those guys i read to you they're coming up they're going to be on this list and of course the practice squad i put this 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 side up is because i wanted to show you guys the active saint practice squad and which players that can come off this practice squad to help the Saints in the matchup. Now, offensive, let's start with the quarterback. We know that Ian Buck is the only active quarterback that's on the squad now, but if he gets hurt, what happens? So who is the guy that can step in and help out at the, the back of quarterback position? It's Malcolm Perry. Malcolm Perry, this guy right here, who had uh, who played a little quarterback at Navy, and he's kind of a – they got him listed as a running back, even though he's a wide receiver. But he does have some experience playing a quarterback position. 
do the Saints, and this is mere speculation on me, fam. Who that to you, Rush Hour? Good to see you, fam. Um, yeah, absolutely, Debbie. Thank you. Thank you for being here and appreciate those prayers to the fam. All right. So, yes, this guy right here could be a guy that the Saints look to activate because he does have experience as a passer. Uh, so that's the quarterback position. What about your offensive lineman? If Ramcheck comes back and Armstead comes back, that helps out because you can, if, if one of the two come back, then Hurst could play the opposite position. But still in all, you need another offensive lineman because you have two linemen that's down. So Will Clapp, it will be activated to come in and play because Carpenter took his job and forced Clapp to the practice squad. So with Carpenter on the C-19 list, Clapp reassumes that role. So anticipate Clapp coming back. And anticipate Forrest Lamp, who might get an opportunity, who they brought in. This is a former uh, Charger, getting an opportunity to play. He's a five-year guy, bit of a veteran there. He might get an opportunity to be activated as well. The Saints going to need help there. And, of course, you talk about the tight end position. As we move through the quarterback to the, uh, you know, we did the offensive alignment. And I wouldn't be surprised. I know Will Clapp is going to be activated off the practice squad. We know Forrest Lamp is more than likely going to be activated as well. Depending on if I think one of the two play, if not both of them, hopefully Armstead plays or Ramcheck plays, both play or one play. If one of the other plays, then Hurst will then go to whatever opposite side. The other one is not. You see what I'm saying? So hopefully one of those guys play, if not both. The tight end position is a bit of an enigma. The Saints only have, let's see, tight end Ethan Wolf is there. I mean, he's mostly a blocking tight end, not a bad blocking tight end but he's the only tight end at the Saints have that's on the practice squad. So the Saints can bring, they can opt to bring somebody in. They already tried out four players early this week. They, they tried out two offensive linemen and two defensive linemen and then signed this guy, Braxton Hoyt, to the squad. And you losing Ringo, you're losing Holmes. Braxton Hoyt could be a guy that steps up into the fray. And, of course, you got Gerald Hawkins, too. I forgot about, uh, for the, as far as the offensive lineman talk, it's concerned Will Clapp is there. And we know, and there's Gerald Hawkins, who the Saints signed, a former LSU player. He got six years of NFL experience. Uh, he's a guy that can come in and help the black and gold as well as Will Clapp. And we talked about Forrest Lamp. So the Saints do have several offensive linemen that are on the practice squad that that, that are veterans. You can see uh, Forrest Lamp, five years worth of experience, that could come in in a pinch to help the uh, the Saints offensive line out. They're not as good as some of the other guys, but, you know, you you, you got to help do the best you can do. Now, the tight end position, like we spoke about, uh, Ethan Wolf is the only other tight end that's on the practice squad, and he's mostly as a blocking guy. Do the Saints bring him in to help Nick Vanette out? And this could be uh, Garrett Griffin's there as well. I think Griffin's on the on, on the uh, injury list. I think Garrett Griffin is on the injury. I think he's on the injury list, if I'm not mistaken. So let me see. I thought I seen him up there. Yeah, there he is. There you go. Right where he always is, sitting up on the injury list. Yeah, he's on IR. So, yeah, so he won't help. But anyway, uh, yeah, but that's the only tight end there unless the Saints decide to bring somebody in. Uh, Jawan Johnson and, and Troutman are going to be out. Uh, what else do we? What else are we missing? Defensive linemen. Well, you know, you look at the Saints defensive line group. They brought this guy in just yesterday from Mississippi State, Braxton Hoyt, 6'2", uh, 300-pounder, who will come in. And he might get some opportunities to play in this game being at the Saints are slim all over the place. Uh, you also got Malcolm Roach that's there. The Roach, we'll probably see Malcolm Roach play too. He's healthy. And getting Roach back uh, in the interior line can help out. And also he tends to play 
the end position. They can use them at the end. So uh, Malcolm Roach and Braxton Hoyt could be guys that the Saints use as well. The safety position, the Saints, you're losing Jeff Heath uh, to the C-19. You're losing Malcolm Jenkins to the C-19. So you're going to have to dig into the practice squad for secondary players. And if you look at the practice squad, and it's like I said, this is your active practice squad right now. Uh, you got Dalen Mabin, who the Saints picked up. He's a two-year pro from Fordham. And this guy's been on the practice squad. He's got a good size, 6'1", 196. I don't know how good he is, but he's there. It's also Jordan Miller. I think he's a guy that came over from the Phil- – I think he was a former Philadelphia Eagle. He's 6'2", 190 from Washington. Uh, good size. I don't know how good these guys are. Uh, but they're on the practice squad. If something happens, you still got a veteran, a four-year veteran out of Notre Dame and Kavari Russell, the former Green Bay Packer, a player at 5'11", 194. So, you know, the Saints could choose. And these are cornerbacks as well. And we have Bryce Thompson, who we really like a lot. Bryce Thompson is a guy that plays. They got him listed as cornerback, but he really is a safety. He played at the safety position for the black and gold. So we'll see if they can use some of these defensive backs in that role or kind of just a, in a special teams capacity, fam, because a couple of the guys that we list missing were special teams guys that fill out the special team. So the C-19 really impacted us on the coverage units. So, and of course, the only linebacker that you can use to replace uh, Kate Nellis, who's on the C-19 lift, is Sharif Finch, who a lot of people don't even realize they picked this brother up, a three-year pro from the University of Temple, been in the league for three years, 6'4", 250, good size. I don't know how Mr. How good Sharif is, but the Saints have him stashed on the practice squad. So that's some of the potential guys that the black and gold could bring in with all of the C-19 stuff that's going on. And uh, we'll, we shall see indeed exactly how it twists and turns. But yeah, it's a lot going on, man. But usually that's what we do. We'll pull from the practice squad. And that's what it's pretty much designed for. It's an extension of your roster. And I think like I've seen in the years, the Philadelphia Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs really used the practice squad in the way it was intended, which is to be a stash ground for players and talent. And then when something happens, either if it's going to be injury or C-19, then you draw from that list. And maybe perhaps somebody that's uh, that can make the recommendation to the NFL to extend this list and even provide extra protections for players. Because uh, according to the practice squad rules, you could protect a certain amount of players on the practice squad from somebody coming and trying to pull them off. So, you know, that that's something perhaps the NFL if they want to help out with that, allow teams to extend the practice squad a little and then add extra protections to players so that they don't get pulled up off that thing. So anyway, that's that's one of the things looking at, man. Jalen Dalton is who you talking about, Derek? Jalen Dalton is on the IR, the big off. Talking about that big defensive tackle, that nose tackle. Jalen Dalton been on the IR since preseason. Matter of fact, let me put him up here. I'll show him to you. He been on that thing, and I don't think he ever coming up off that thing. He had a some type of lower extremity. He was the first one on. He the top one on the list. I won't say where he is injured here. Yeah, there he is right there. He been on there. And passing, you're gonna have to look into some of these guys, but I don't think none of these. I know uh, that go big jail and Dalton right there. He was started in the preseason, doing well in the training camp. He got hurt for the second consecutive year. The, your best ability is your availability, right? Of course, we had Langdon Young here. He got hurt with the foot. Peyton Turner's still on the IR right now. He's due to come off. 
Uh, and we'll see. I think Peyton Turner, perhaps, perhaps passing yo. I don't know what passing yo status is. If he's permanently on the IR, I don't know. But when he look at he had four sacks, he was cutting up for the Saints defense, man. I'm going to have to see when passing yo comes back. If he does come back, that's a good question. I was looking at saying this. And of course, remember, family, a bit of good news too. All of this bad news is that this guy, Deontay Harris, returns, uh, you know, uh, next week, I want to say it is. This will be the third game. This will be the third game for the Saints without him. That, I mean, that I want to say the Saints have been without him, isn't it? Boy, you want to talk about time passing fast. Yeah, I want to say this is this Miami game is the third game because he was suspended for the Jets game and the Tampa game. And then the Miami game. Yeah, Deontay Harris is coming back next week after the Carolina after the Miami game. He'll be active for the Carolina and Atlanta matchups. Yeah, so Deontay Harris will be back. So, boy, you want to talk about time moving fast. He was fighting it. Don't it seem like yesterday? Wow, man. But, yeah, after this Miami contest, Deontay Harris will be back to the wide receiver call. We'll get our top return man back. So that's some good news right there. But anyway, man, listen, fam, the end. I hate to share that bad news with y'all about the black and gold, but it is what it is. Such is life. Now the key to it, the Saints just have to come up with another stratagem just for a week to get book ready uh, for the Miami Dolphins. And it's not going to be a secret how the Saints do it. You know, they're going to have to run the football. The defense is going to have to bring it against Tua, and they're going to have to force turnovers, and we're going to need our defense to step up and create turnovers like they've been doing. We're going to need our offensive line to block for the rushing game. And we're going to have to put up at least 20 points, you know, let the, the special teams add two field goals, the saints, two offensive touchdowns, 20 points, 20. And this is what I was saying yesterday in the TSC radio show was the fact that if the saints are going to win games, uh, offensively stagnant, 21 points should be the goal for the saints offense. Uh, and I guess you can combine that with the special teams. You know what I'm saying? 21 points a game, should be enough to beat teams moving ahead with that defense playing like that. So we'll see how it twists and turns, but another, and like I said, it's always drama to behold. This season has never, this not have been a dull moment this entire season. So with all of the stuff, Saints doing their thing up and down, up and down, up and down, then they win some games and they bottom out five straight games. Then they win two games in a row and tie the 500. And now they got the Dolphins here. The Saints won win in the Superdome. Uh, and that was against Tampa Bay. They didn't lost every other game to the in the Dome. Lost to the Falcons. Lost to the Giants. They lost to the, who else am I missing? The Eagles. They lost, no, 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 no. Was it the Eagles? No, no, no. It was the Bills and the Cowboys. There you go. See? And those weren't even close. But this game has got to be different. The Saints have one game at home. And it says, well, Q is two and four. but Remember, the matchup they had, the first week one matchup wasn't in a dome. That was in Jacksonville Stadium. Remember that? When we destroyed the Green Bay Packers. So we we forget that. I forgot it. But really, one win in the dome, the Saints have to fix that. Fix that. That's why they're doing They're trying to do the blackout. They're trying to draw from years past to kind of the team. But the team just need to handle this business. It needs to run the football and get to 21 points with special teams offense, two touchdowns. Uh, uh, with the Saints, maybe special teams on top of that should be enough. 20, 21 points a game with this defense and special teams playing well should be enough to top opponents. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. This is another challenge, fam. I don't know what b- book brings. I, I 
I know he's a good young quarterback, but man, listen, that was against third stringers and second stringers in preseason. I seen what he did at Notre Dame and the credit to him because he's a winner. He's a really intelligent kid. But when you're a rookie, you expect things to not happen for you. And he can come in and wow us. Who knows? He can have a fantastic game. But, you know, in, in typical worlds, I anticipate watching rookies. They tend to struggle a bit, especially in their first performances in Miami going to send everything at that kid, including the kitchen sink and the sinks will have to protect Ian book. And they're going to have to run the football to give him some opportunity and not having his safety blanket tight ends like a Jawan Johnson is, is problematic. So we'll see how they shift around that thing, man, to be honest with you. Could the Jordan Humphrey be slid into the, I'm just thinking, I'll, <laughs> sometimes you got to move a little bit to shake around and shake some stuff loose. Could little Jordan Humphrey be moved around here some kind of way, you know? Could we use him that way, you know? So I mean, we'll see how it all looks, family. And y'all, y'all, uh, y'all, I guess is as good as mine. So with that being said, that'll be the end of the show. I like to thank Dudley uh, Durong, uh, the uh, Miami podcaster, for chiming in. Real cool dude talking about the Dolphins, man. And be looking out later on on Dudley's channel. I'm gonna pop up and do a prince uh, appearance on this platform and talk some more Saints and Dolphins. Uh, but outside of that, please hit the like button if you hadn't already hit it. Please feel free uh, to subscribe to the Sports Coma. Hit the subscribe button, baby. Feel free to share the show links on your social media feed as we continue to build and improve upon the platform. And listen, fam, I know this was an early broadcast, <laughs> but I got some time here, man, and we're going to be doing the damn thing. The Pelicans play tonight. We got that coming, and I got an on cue with Big Q. I finally can be able to roll it out tonight, family. We're going to be doing that. So be looking out the notification for our Patreon family members for the on cue Big Q special. We'll be covering that tonight, too. The Pelicans a little later on. And uh, like I said, we'll be doing the damn thing. Might be an early broadcast tomorrow as well. So with that being said, I appreciate y'all, family. Much love to y'all. Please be safe with all of the madness that's going on with the C-19 crap, all the stuff that's going on in the world, man. These people done put something on us. And listen. We know vitamins and all that medicines, all that's important. But also I'm asking the who that nation is prayer. Prayer is in paramount right now when you got dark times and they're trying to scare everybody. Listen, fam, don't go for that. Get get, when you when they start pressuring and throwing fear at you. That's a way to turn this off, that logic off so they can control and manipulate you. Don't let it happen. When stuff start getting frantic, man, discover the creator and dig into yourself and discover and make that connection between you and the most high. You don't need nobody standing there telling you how to do it. Start just up your prayer game, man. These are times when evil people are operating all the way around us and they pray to their rotten ass God. So, I mean, you got to counteract that, you know, and, and to wake up them divine abilities. And really that's for you. That strengthens and empowers your body and your mind. So I'm asking you guys for yourself and your family, please up your prayers, pray twice a day, three times a day for the prayer and safety of your neighbors, your family members, the children, the children need the prayer. You know, the older people right now going through it, they need the prayer. So I beg you to start praying for those people around you and give a damn, give a damn about the people because it's real turbulent times happening. Just like was mentioned in the scriptures. You might not be a biblical person, but I tell you what, if you're not, you better start reading just like a playbook, baby. But anyway, y'all keep y'all heads up. I love y'all. Be safe, and I'll see you on Friday. Who that? Day? Yeah. Well, all right. 
like you always say. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Number one sports talking deed. We ain't like the Falcons. We won't blow the lead. Look, all we talk is who that? Who got cut and who back? Rookies in the vets. Players you should look at. It's the sports coma. You don't wanna miss it. Got the pre-game, party, post-game statistics. Get a visit for Sway. Maybe DC or five. It's the hottest thing smoking. Big Q in the guys. Go to YouTube live. Make sure you subscribe. In the views inside the Saints locker room high. Talk to Drew, Jordan, Zach, Peyton. New Orleans, who that nation? Best believe when I say we bleed gold and black. Ain't a miracle or robbery could ever hold us back. No, Beastquake, Bounty Gate, let the truth be told. It's the sports coma. All we know is say the Super Bowl. Yeah. You're listening to the sports coma. Daily.com. That's right, the Who That Daily.com. Your one-stop shop for everything New Orleans Saints, New Orleans Pelicans, LSU Tigers, even the top flight boxing. So if you're a Who That and you're looking for a place to stay up on your team, Who That Daily.com is your site. The Who That Daily.com for the sport Who That in all of us. The number one advice I would give someone starting to grow a beard. Wash with beard shampoo and conditioner because borsos dry out your beard. Use beard oil and beard balm to keep your beard soft, healthy, and moisturized. Use a wood comb to protect from breakage. Protect your beard by sleeping in a beard bonnet or beard rag at night. This is an easy routine to keep your beard on point. For all your beard grooming... Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.